This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Tonight, the dangerous weather that's tearing through a large part of this country, putting more than 60 million Americans in the path of tornadoes and thunderstorms. The trail of destruction. Spring storms leave more than 100,000 without power as high winds take roofs off homes. Tonight, the risk for strong tornadoes and hurricane-force winds continues. We're tracking the system. Not scaling back, the city Chernihiv comes under colossal assault just a day after Russia promised to pull back. Plus, are Russia's generals lying to Putin about his military's failures? We've got the latest U.S. intelligence. Biden's second booster. The president rolls up his sleeve while asking Congress for tens of billions more in pandemic money. Supreme Court news. The first Republican announces support for Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson. Hunter Biden's tax probe. Tonight, a federal investigation into the president's son is gaining momentum. What we're learning about a lucrative multi-million dollar deal with a Chinese company. Plus, the White House fires back at President Trump's suggestion that Russia should release information on Hunter Biden. Shocking diagnosis. The news tonight about action star Bruce Willis and the medical condition he shares with roughly two million Americans. And the Grammy Awards are this weekend. Tonight, our story about a mother and son turning grief into nominations. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening, and thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday night. And as we come on the air, it is a dangerous situation for parts of the U.S. Tornado watches have been issued in at least nine states. The National Weather Service has been busy today, issuing dozens of warnings for twisters and hurricane-force wind gusts. Tornadoes have already hit in Arkansas. Rescue teams were deployed after an EF2 tornado struck. At least seven people were injured in the towns of Springdale and Johnson, and the damage is significant. More than 100,000 are without power tonight from Texas to Tennessee, and that number is expected to grow. The line of storms will move east tonight, and the threat continues through Thursday morning. And CBS's Janet Shamlin is on the ground in Memphis, Tennessee, with the threat tonight. Good evening, Janet. Nora, good evening. These storms are hitting hard right now. We hear that eerie sound of those tornado warning sirens right here in Memphis, and the same thing is happening all across this region. Oh my God! Severe storms battering the south tonight. Millions in the path of punishing winds, pounding rain, and potential tornadoes. Some threatening the same communities shredded by storms just last week. A highly electric line of storms putting on a light show in Kansas. What's called upward lightning. Wind gusts exceeding 115 miles an hour in Arkansas, where seven people were hurt, one critically, after a powerful tornado ripped across the region. A school damaged in Springdale in the state's northwest corner. No one was inside at the time. So there's my roof. Several homes and businesses flattened and debris in every direction. In Missouri, a tornado tearing the roof off the Donaldson's home in St. Joseph as the family took cover in the basement. All we heard was like a huge boom and a crash and like a ripping sound. And then it got really, really quiet. Power lines toppled and trees uprooted from wind gusts topping 90 miles an hour. Across six states, more than 100,000 without power. A tornado warning right now here in Memphis and a number of states facing tornadoes tonight and overnight. Such a dangerous time overnight because many people tend to be asleep and don't hear the warnings. Nora. Janet Shamlian, thank you very much. Well, for the forecast and more on tonight's threat, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. And good evening, Nor. Yes, severe storms taking aim at the south once again. Our virtual view of Birmingham, Alabama shows you what it looks like with storms coming in later this evening. The skies will be very bright, unfortunately. A lot of storms here with an intense line from Nashville through Birmingham right down through the panhandle of Florida. A lot of these storms happening overnight while people are sleeping in the pre-dawn hours in places like Atlanta. Two distinct areas of severe weather tomorrow across the deep south and across the northeast. Cities like D.C., Baltimore, Raleigh, all the way up through Philadelphia looking for those storms. Most of these storms Clearest by late tomorrow across the southeast, but lag back down across Florida, across the northeast. These storms happen through the afternoon and evening. Most of these storms start after lunchtime tomorrow, continue through the evening drive. But much like the south, these storms should clear us by the time we get into Thursday night and Friday. But they contain winds in excess of 70 miles an hour nor and a chance for tornadoes. All right, we'll be watching. Thank you. Turning now to the war in Ukraine, in a phone call today, President Biden told President Zelensky that an additional $500 million in aid for Ukraine is on its way. Meanwhile, the sliver of hope coming out of recent peace talks was dashed overnight with a new round of airstrikes on the capital. We get more now from CBS's Holly Williams in Ukraine. 
the city of Chernihiv has been shattered by a Russian assault. Homes and lives obliterated. And just hours after Russia said it would radically reduce its military operations in Chernihiv, it bombed this market, according to local officials. Many in Ukraine are skeptical that Russia's serious about negotiating. Today, we travelled with this convoy of Ukrainian soldiers, busloads of volunteers heading to reinforce the front line. Andrei Rogalski was a crane operator until he signed up this month. He's had just two weeks basic training. Do you trust the Russians when they when in these talks? Come on, it's a joke. Or they, we, we cannot trust Russia. They, they fight without, without rules. He's talking about this. Russian attacks on hospitals, apartment buildings and civilians. The US says it's seen clear evidence that Vladimir Putin's forces are committing war crimes. For Ukrainians, it's heartrending. It's pure evil what they, they, they did. Pure evil. Exactly, pure evil. Some here say the only reason the Russians are talking at all is a Ukrainian resistance much tougher than many expected, which has stymied Moscow's invasion and inflicted heavy Russian losses. Seven to 15,000 Russian troops have been killed in just over a month, according to a NATO official. In comparison, in 20 years of war in Afghanistan, the US lost fewer than 2,500. Second just... Lieutenant Tatiana Chornovol is a former politician and mother of two, who's now serving on the front line tasked with taking out Russian tanks. She told us this was one of her hits. The Russians are fighting stupidly, she told us. They don't have a strategy or tactics. They're falling into the same traps and their commanders are just pushing them to advance. An American official told CBS News the US believes Vladimir Putin is being misinformed by his own advisers about how badly the Russian military is performing because they're too afraid to tell him the truth. Nora. Incredible to see those women on the front lines. Holly Williams, thank you. And now to the White House and the latest on the pandemic. A day after the FDA authorized a second booster for people 50 and older, President Biden rolled up his sleeve. His shot came with a warning to Congress that funding things like testing will run out. And that means the U.S. won't be able to keep up testing beyond June. CBS's Ed O'Keefe has more from the White House. President Biden today urged Congress to approve tens of billions of dollars in new COVID funding, warning the consequences of inaction will be severe. This isn't partisan, it's medicine. Mr. Biden got his second booster shot, as recommended by the CDC for older Americans. He said the lack of funding could mean the administration won't have enough vaccine supply to provide boosters in the fall. Even worse, if we need a different vaccine for the future to combat a new variant, we're not going to have enough money to purchase it. We cannot allow that to happen. Clinics providing COVID-related services are preparing for the worst. Community health development in Texas, where 43% of clients are uninsured, may have to cut back on COVID tests and vaccinations. I'm hoping that it will not get to the point that we have to close down completely, but we will have to... Um decrease some of the services that we provide. Republicans, who recently joined some Democrats in rejecting more than $15 billion in new COVID funding, say the new money is unnecessary. I mean, there's an enormous amount of money out of the $2 trillion bill passed last year that hadn't gone out yet. 
While infections and hospitalizations are down sharply from the Omicron variant peak in January, about 700 people are still dying from COVID each day. The federal government has stopped buying monoclonal antibodies, a key drug that protects and treats people at risk of severe COVID-19, and it's cut the size of its shipments to states and territories. Without more funding, we'll start to run out of them by the end of May. And Ed joins us now from the White House. So, Ed, tell us about this big administration decision that's coming about COVID and immigration. That's right, Nora. Well, we learned today the Biden administration is planning to end a Trump-era policy that's allowed immigration authorities to block migrants from entering the country in order to stop the spread of COVID. More than 1.7 immigrants have been turned around by what's called Title 42, most of them during the Biden administration. Authorities now say it's going to end by May, and it could lead to a record surge of migrants trying to cross the southern border. Nora? That is big. Ed O'Keefe, thank you. Well, tonight's Supreme Court nominee, Katanji Brown-Jackson, has picked up the support of at least one Republican senator, ensuring that her historic confirmation vote will not be strictly along party lines. Maine Senator Susan Collins is the first Republican to say she will vote to confirm Judge Jackson, saying the judge has the experience, qualifications, and integrity to serve on the nation's highest court. Tonight, the White House is firing back after former President Donald Trump called on Vladimir Putin to release information on President Biden's son, Hunter. And it comes as we're learning new details about the federal investigation into Hunter Biden and his business dealings with a Chinese energy company. Here's CBS's Catherine Herridge. Multiple sources tell CBS News that the federal investigation into Hunter Biden's business practices is broader than previously known. The probe is exploring whether the younger Biden and his associates violated tax, money laundering and foreign lobbying laws. Business records reviewed by CBS News and documents released by Republicans in Congress indicate multiple financial transactions involving Hunter Biden, his firm and a Chinese energy company called CEFC. Republicans allege that the company is an arm of the Chinese government. In 2017, the year after Joe Biden left the vice presidency, a $1 million retainer was signed with the Chinese energy company for Hunter Biden's services as a lawyer. His client, a CEFC official, Patrick Ho, was later convicted of international bribery and money laundering charges for unrelated work in Africa. This week on the Senate floor, Republican Chuck Grassley presented financial records that he said showed six-figure payments from the Chinese energy company to Hunter Biden's firm. Hunter Biden and James Biden served as the perfect vehicle by which the communist Chinese government could gain inroads here in the United States. Allegations about Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings reached a fever pitch during the 2020 campaign. Hunter was being paid for access to his vice president father. Earlier this month, White House spokesperson Jen Psaki was asked about the current investigation. I pointed to the Department of Justice and Hunter Biden's representatives. Um, I'm a spokesperson for the United States. He doesn't work for the United States. An attorney for Hunter Biden did not respond to CBS News. Last year, he told correspondent Anthony Mason the president did not financially benefit. Have you ever given your father money from any of your no. business ventures? No. Nothing? Nothing. Directly or indirectly? Directly or indirectly. Today, the White House declined to comment on the record and directed reporters to earlier statements that President Biden has never considered being in business with his family or any business overseas. Nora. Catherine Herridge, thank you. 
Well, we have some breaking news. In a new statement, organizers of the Academy Awards say actor Will Smith broke its code of conduct when he slapped comedian Chris Rock over that insensitive joke about his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. The Academy says Smith was asked to leave the ceremony, but that he refused. The actor has until April 18th to respond. It is possible that this leads to Smith's suspension or expulsion from the Academy. Rock has kept a low profile this week, but he's taking the stage tonight for the first time since the Oscars in front of a sold-out crowd in Boston. Smith has apologized to the comedian. All right, there's shocking news tonight from Hollywood action hero Bruce Willis. The 67-year-old is stepping away from his acting career. His ex-wife Demi Moore shared the actor was diagnosed with a brain condition that can impact his ability to communicate. There was in a statement signed by Willis's family. We get more now from CBS's Carter Evans. Bruce Willis is probably best known for playing action hero John McClane in the Die Hard movies. Now, the 67-year-old actor is facing a real-life challenge. Today, Willis's family posted, Our beloved Bruce has been experiencing some health issues and has recently been diagnosed with aphasia, which is impacting his cognitive abilities. With much consideration, Bruce is stepping away from the career that meant so much to him. An estimated 2 million Americans suffer from aphasia. It's caused by damage to the brain, which can affect a person's ability to speak, write, and understand language. What can cause aphasia? It could be a stroke. It could be a virus. It could be a tumor. There are many causes to affect that part of the brain. I've seen patients who are literally you know, trapped in their own brain and can't communicate outwards. Ask me about plan B. Willis first gained national attention playing a wisecracking detective on the 80s TV series Moonlight. He then moved on to the big screen, headlining action-adventure blockbusters. But he also demonstrated his acting depth in iconic films like Pulp Fiction and The Sixth Sense. Dead people like in graves and coffins. Earlier this month, ex-wife Demi Moore helped celebrate his birthday. Media critic Eric Deggins. He also developed this image as a, a witty guy, uh, a, a smart guy, uh, someone who could be uh, funny and cheeky and sly. He's made a career out of surprising us. Maybe he'll find a way to do that again. I, I certainly hope so. Now, Dr. Agus says in most cases, aphasia is not treatable. It really depends on what caused it, and Willis's family is not sane. Though we haven't seen the last of Bruce Willis, he's been shooting several projects over the last year or so, and some are expected to be released later this year. Nora? We're wishing him the very best. Carter Evans, thank you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The death toll from that horrific pileup on a Pennsylvania interstate has climbed to six people. And police now say 80 vehicles were involved. That is up from an initial estimate of more than 50 vehicles. The fiery crash happened Monday during an intense snowstorm that blinded drivers. That stretch of highway reopened early today. All right, the CDC today dropped its public health notice warning on the risks of cruise travel. 
The warning was first issued two years ago amid outbreaks on COVID aboard cruise ships. The CDC strongly continues to recommend COVID vaccinations for travelers. All right, tensions between the U.S. and Russia did not prevent an American astronaut from hitching a ride back to Earth with two Russian cosmonauts. They all landed safely today in Kazakhstan. Astronaut Mark Vandehey and one of his Russian colleagues spent a record 355 days at the International Space Station, a place the astronauts call a symbol of friendship and cooperation. I see why he wanted to get home. Sunday night's Grammy Awards will be a historic and emotional night for a mother and son duo whose nominations are a tribute to another family member's legacy. We get more from CBS's Mark Strassman. Talent? The Freeland family's got that galore. I love you in a Time Traveler by Nina Freelong. Time Traveler is a love letter. Nina Freeland's gift to Phil Freeland, her late husband, the lead architect of the Smithsonian's Museum of African American History and Culture. Music has the power to bring us on through. It's about both love and loss. How could it not be? Here are the nominees for Best Children's Music Album. Nominee Pierce Freeland, Phil and Nina's son. Close your eyes, take flight with I was overjoyed. Uh, when my mom was nominated, I just lost it. I was like a woman in church who's speaking tongues. Like, <laughs> I was sobbing like big boy tears. It's almost like, how can I lose? If, if my son wins a Grammy, I won a Grammy. We won a Grammy. <laughs> yeah. I love you in a space. Like this museum, nominations part of Phil Freeland's living legacy. We honor that legacy when we do what he did, put beautiful things out into the world that bring people together and heal. Two Grammy nominees in a category all by themselves. Mark Strassman, CBS News, Durham, North Carolina. A very powerful legacy. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, our Eye on America takes a look at the decline of America's small farms and one state's solution to help farmers deal with the stress. A reminder, if you can't watch us live, you can set that DVR and you can watch us later. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in our nation's capital. We wish you a good night. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And, and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See that that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? 
Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.